0: Today's topic is a tough one, and it's for you men out there who have the courage to face up to your sin in your life, the sexual sin in your life. I hope, guys, that you would sit down with a men's group or with a mentor one on one. And if this is a situation that you're dealing with, I hope you're willing to talk about this. Here's the topic Stop making excuses for your sexual sin. Now, this isn't a new issue in the church. It was going on all the way back in the time of Corinth, in the early church. In fact, 1 Corinthians 5 says, Paul writing, I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. And then he says, You're so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. So the church in Corinth dealt with this issue just like our church does today and before any of you guys turn the video off and say who are you to judge get out of my face you can't tell me what to do Paul said that in verse 12 it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders but it certainly is your and our responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning in other words if you're a follower of Jesus You should keep watching this video and hopefully talk about it with a mentor. You should be willing to repent of your sin. If you're not a Christian, go ahead and turn off this video. It doesn't apply to you. See, here's the thing. The lie is that you can do what you want if you're a Christian because of grace Christian men have been believing this lie from the beginning. Paul said this back in 1 Corinthians 6 in verse 12. He said, you say I'm allowed to do anything. But then Paul responds, but not everything is good for you. And even though, yes, I am allowed to do anything. Notice he puts that in quotes again. He says, I must not become a slave to anything. Some of you have become slaves to sin. Paul said in Romans 6 verses 1 and 2, well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? This is the excuse that many men use today. They say, I'm saved by grace so I can sin and God's just going to be okay with it. But Paul says, of course not. That's not how you should live. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? And then he says in verse four, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the father, now we also may live new lives. Man, I hope you're paying attention to this, and I hope God's word is penetrating. The Bible says it does that, that it convicts us of our sin. So if you're starting to feel some conviction, that's from the Holy Spirit. That's not guilt and shame, that's conviction. And I hope you're willing to act on it and stop believing the lie that sexual sin is okay for you to engage in because of grace. See, the truth is that Christ paid a huge price for your freedom. And that means freedom from sin, not freedom to sin. This is what Paul is saying in chapter 6, verse 19. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. And then Peter said it like this in 1 Peter 1, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. Men, when you engage in sexual sin, whether it's pornography, whether it's sleeping around married or not married, it's not a victimless crime. The Bible says you're sinning against yourself. If you're married, you're sinning against your wife. You're sinning against the Holy Spirit who lives in you. And probably the biggest thing is you're taking for granted the precious blood of Jesus. You're spitting in the face of Jesus every time you do something like that and you know it's wrong. See, the Bible teaches that sexual sin is pursuing you and it will destroy you if you don't take action. So don't engage with it, run from it. This is what Paul says back in 1 Corinthians 6. He says, run from sexual sin, no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Some men are flirting with temptation rather than running from temptation. The Bible says don't mess with it. Run from it. And here's what Paul says in Romans 6. Thank God you were once slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin, and you have become slaves to righteous living. Men of God, read these verses Let the Holy Spirit convict your heart. Talk to your mentor or your men's group about this sin. Stop making excuses for it, but instead start living for God.